Welcome back to yet another episode of Smokey College Football Picks with the Bandit. I'm Smokey. I might be picking a lot of games right this year, although I believe I've still yet to hit a lock. We sitting in here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. We sitting in here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. In my opinion, that sucks. Yeah, Bandit, you, your locks are pretty bad, I gotta tell you. You, you are now... Bandit. I just call you Bandit. Darn, I'm the Bandit. You're the Smokey. I gotta remember that. That's the first thing you gotta know about the show, is that I'm Bandit and he's Smokey. Alright, so Smokey, yeah, you're horrible on your locks. You're like 0-3 on the season. I, I'm Whatever you do, whatever you lock in this week, I'm going the other way. I, I, I'm telling you, whatever you lock, I'm going the other way. I refuse to believe that. Oh, oh, you know, you know, I go both ways. I'm just kidding, but uh, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with it. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That's right. But I got to tell you, before we get into the games, we got to go through what what happened last week in college football. Got to go through a couple of headlines. And uh, first, if you're watching the Florida North Texas game, a lot of people weren't probably, but North Texas player kind of has a dirty cheap shot on the Florida quarterback, knocks him out for the season. And he has been hounded on social media by Florida fans. What do you think about this? Well, before we go into that, what do you think about the way the Florida coach reacted? Uh, do you think he was out of line doing that and going after the other team's head coach? You know, I yeah, I think he was a little bit – I was a little embarrassed. to be honest. As a Florida fan, I was a little embarrassed. It, it, it was kind of nice to see that you're protecting your guy, but the head coach has to, has to maintain a little more class, right? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that, uh, composure, composure. Composure, composure. I think class is what we're going to be talking about this for, for most of these top, topics, but class, yeah. composure – you got it. You got to set. Do you want your players going after the other players if, if somebody gets cheap shotted? No, you want them to just take the fifteen yards and keep playing football. Yeah, you know, and we're lucky we didn't get not that it would have mattered that we didn't get a fifteen yard penalty there. But yeah, you know, I, 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 it, I, it might have been a dirty hit, but it was borderline dirty. I don't think he went out of his way to to hurt Del Rio. I, I don't think it was intentional. And Florida fans. Get your act together. Don't be scumbags. Don't be Tennessee fans. Don't go after this kid. I mean, he's a he's a college kid. Don't go after him again on social media. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Don't go after him on social media. But I but I will say that there was something to this because this kid Josh Wheeler for North Texas has a reputation for being kind of a dirty player. So I mean, in that does that change it at all, uh, Smokey? That that this kid's you know he's taken cheap shots in the past. Uh, yeah, you know, I guess what's he like, the Indomitian Sioux of North Texas? <laughs> I guess so. He's the Sioux of the North Texas uh, Necessary Roughness team, that's right. Yeah, even, even if he does have a history of it, you know, keep it on the field. He's a college kid, probably never going to sniff the pros. You, you don't go after a college kid on his social media account. You know what's scary? It's probably like 40- and 50-year-old Florida fans that are going after him. Yeah, and you know what's scary is that we're getting all fired up about uh, Luke Del Rio, right? So, I mean, who had heard of Luke Del Rio before the season, and now Florida fans are ready to trash a kid ooh, ooh, over Mr. his injury? Kata, Mr. Kata, I know who had heard of him, Jack who, Del Rio. 
<laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, Jack Del Rio had definitely heard of Luke Del Rio before before this uh, this season. I hadn't. I don't know if you had, but I, I got to tell you, it's 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 going crazy in the state of Florida because I mean, is Florida the best team in the state of Florida? Mm, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But Florida State looked horrible last week. What happened? They're not the team we thought they were. <laughs> they, as Dennis Green says, and we get him on the podcast with his with his famous quote sometimes, I, they're exactly who we didn't think they were. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say we're going to get Dennis Green on the podcast. I'm going to be like, well, that'll be interesting because he died. Yeah, we're going to have a seance is what we're going to do. I would do. love to have the seance on the podcast to channel the ghost of Denny Green. We're going to queue that up for next week. But, uh, but yeah, FSU looked terrible in this game against Louisville. I, I mean, what, what did you think? Freshman quarterback. Oh, that's right. That's Freshman. right. It's a good point. You know, and I'll tell you what. You know, before the year, we had an exciting Heisman race with uh, – what's the FSU's uh, running back's name that I normally butcher? Delvin Cook, but you, you is, his name is Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. You called him something else. I don't know. You call him like Joe Cook or something. No, I called him. If his name's Dalvin, I called him Delvin. If his name's Delvin, I called it Dalvin. And Fournette, I'll tell you what, man, they're falling fast. Fournette and Cook. Yeah, those were kind of your two front runners, and now we've got you know Action Jackson out of out of Louisville, and uh, you know McCaffrey's still kind of in the mix. You got the kid. I, I don't know the Arizona State kid. If he keeps scoring eight touchdowns, over a game. under for you. Yeah, the over under is point five. Can you quote any movie lines from Action Jackson? <laughs> that is an under. I cannot quote. A uh, oh, movie. you got to go all Carl Weathers and say, "Wait here, I have to catch a cab," and then he runs and jumps on top of the cab. So that's one win for me, no wins for you, and uh, a really horrible loss for Florida State. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> It's just a it's just a bad all around uh, type experience. I was shocked by the score. You know, I I I just couldn't believe that Florida State basically quit in the game. I, I mean, it, it's like they might as well have just gotten on the bus. I mean, frankly, in the third quarter they should have just gotten on the bus. Uh, when I first saw that score, which was around the, the I think I must have turned it on in the fourth quarter. I, I did like three double takes. Wait, did I did I did I read that score correctly? I was like, that's got to be a misprint. And I was so pulling uh, for. That to be the all-time worst loss by a number two ranked team, but unfortunately, Florida State scored some points there at the end to, uh, you know, make it the worst loss by a number two team since like 1940. Yeah, well, action Lamar Jackson got it done, and I'll tell you what, you got that pick right. I picked Florida State stupidly. Man, do I look bad for that one. But I got, I've gotten, I, you know, two out of my three locks in my lock last week was a push. So I'm going to claim victory on that. I'm going to claim the undefeated lock while well, you're the overfeated. There's a rumor that the bandit may be an attorney. So I have a question for you. Can our listeners sue us for me getting my locks wrong? No, no, because we've put them on notice that they need to actually bet the other way okay. on whatever your lock is. So it, it, it's actually, uh, they should, they, they would be stupid to take your lock if that's what you're asking. Me. Okay, good. Good to Okay. Good to know. Speaking of stupid, what's the next headline? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, you're right. We're talking about class. We're talking about stupid, and we're talking about Tennessee fans. So, you know, we're talking about no class and lots of stupidity. So we've got Tennessee fans that have started a GoFundMe account. Uh, do you know what GoFundMe is? Uh, I, I'm a little familiar with it, but why don't you tell our listeners uh, what 
All right. So it, it's basically you put this thing on the internet and you say I'm going to raise money and people can donate over over the internet for whatever you're you're trying to fund. So they start a go Tennessee fans start a GoFundMe account for the funeral of the new backup or I guess he was the backup now he's the new quarterback Austin Appleby at Florida. What do you think about this move? I think this is the number one example why most Tennessee fans have to take the wheels off their homes. That's right. That's right. Because well, maybe they should get a GoFundMe for wheels, and then they can move it's out of Tennessee. That they're wasting their minimum wage that they earn from being a Tennessee graduate on GoFundMe accounts instead of maybe their uh, kids' college tuition. Now, this is despicable. I mean, to do this, even if you were to do this to a pro athlete, I mean, what happened to the days of class sportsmanship? I, this is just absolutely despicable on Tennessee fans' parts, and I'd be embarrassed if this was my university. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and I don't know what the, what is going on this year with college football and fake funerals. Um, this is now a GoFundMe for you know Applebee's funeral, uh, and uh, that just sounds funny, uh, Applebee's funeral. But the but the other thing is is Hugh Freeze. Applebee's spent, funeral is that like a wake at Applebee's? <laughs> it sounds like it. It sounds like a really redneck. Uh, like low, like you know, they serve Natty Light, and and you have awake at Applebee's, but uh, you know, Hugh Freeze staged his own funeral uh earlier this year. Actually, did a mock, uh, a fake funeral for himself to teach his team a lesson. It evidently, didn't work. I don't think it was. Yeah. Uh, one more loss, and he might be having a real funeral. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Hugh Freeze. Uh, you might want to save the casket. <laughs> you might need it. Um. But I, I gotta tell you, I, I agree with you. It's, it's it's very class. It's it, it's low class to to be. I mean, a co- these are college kids. You got to remember this. And you're gonna like put something out that's saying that that you're gonna fund his funeral, uh, and and that's almost that's almost like a Donald Trump. Or I I don't even want to get into politics, but it's almost like initiate like like telling somebody kick this guy out, kick this guy, you know, and uh, take a cheap shot at him. You we, know? Gonna, we might have to start a segment on this show called the Class Watch because is it possible that we have a third story about class? Yeah, we 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 have. Well, we've we've covered four. We've got a fourth story on class, really, because I, I mean I think the FSU thing is a class issue too. But but really, a third one on classes. Now that's okay, a, so Florida State was a performance issue. Okay, it's a performance issue, you're right. Yeah, you, so the thir- you've had the, bad performances before, mainly at night with your woman. Uh, oh, 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 that was not supposed to make me feel no, good. No, that, that was that was not that was not polite. I take that back. With man, uh, oh, that was even oh, oh, that was even worse. That was even worse. Okay, so so recovering from that, um, Penn State's got a civil war going on because last uh, week they honored Joe Paterno at the game. Now, what the heck are they thinking, and what do you think of this move? The only thing I think, whenever I hear the name Joe Paterno, you know what the first image that pops into my head is? His statue coming down. And in my lifetime, I can only name one other person whose statue came down. Any clue who that might be? I'm guessing it's Saddam Hussein. Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner, and I don't think it's good to be compared to Saddam Hussein, especially when you're a football coach. Well, you know, they they tried to take down Bud Kilmer's statue in Varsity Blues, but it was too big to move, so they just had to put something over it. But yeah, if you're if you're being compared to, if if you have a like a Wikipedia link with torn down statues, and it's you and Saddam Hussein, that's not very good company. I agree. And with a that. fictional character. And a fictional character played by John Voight. 
where he he was uh, putting needles in kids' legs and putting Billy Bob back out there to get his ass kicked by, you know, it's cats getting scanned and all kinds of stuff. I mean, worst coach ever. Okay, who do you think is the worst fictional coach ever? Mm. Worst fictional coach ever. I'm trying to think of uh, just somebody that was an abusive yeller. Think about it a little bit. Best coach ever, I think, is Lou Haywood. Who's Lou Haywood? Oh, is that the manager from Major League? Yes, yes. I'm putting him. I don't know. I got a guy out in the other line about some white walls. That's right. He's he's awesome. He he was. I I would I would play. I I didn't play baseball, but man, I would play for Lou Haywood. I would I would figure it out. But okay, so Wurtz. I Bud Kilmer's pretty bad. you know, it, it, it's it's really it's really difficult to to think of all the horrible coaches that are out there. Um, I think we got enough horrible real life coaches. Yeah, we do. I, I, I'm, that's a good question. You know what, listeners? That's a great listener question. Who's the worst fictional coach out there? And let us know why. But you could tweet us in at Smoky Bandit CFB or email us a longer answer at Smoky and the Bandit CFB at yahoo.com and let us know. Who you think the worst fictional coach of all time is? I'm, I'm still trying to come up with one. Maybe by the end of the show, I might have one. I, I got one. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, that Ed basketball movie. Was that what it was? Oh, that was horrible. Yeah, she like coached the Knicks. Oh God, that was painful. That was worst painful. coach. Whoopi Goldberg, Isaiah Thomas. Uh, uh, Isaiah. Yeah, by by, by a nose. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very very slightly. All right, well. That covers kind of the last week in college football. We got to get into the picks here. So we've got six games. Uh, we got Hugh Freeze, the funeral director, uh, and Ole Miss uh, is hosting Georgia. Ole Miss is a seven-point favorite. Who are you liking this one? My question to you is: If Mizzou, the Izu, the Shizu, Missouri, can pass all over Georgia, what do you think some Chad Kelly's going to do? Oh man, he's gonna. He should light it up. He he should he should put together his draft reel in this game. I've also heard that Old Miss has not fed any of their defensive players for a week, so I think they're gonna tee off on a Georgia freshman quarterback who's not looked that good outside of this game. I take uh, Mizzou, not Mizzou, Old Miss. I wouldn't be taking Mizzou. I take Old Miss to cover. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I agree with you here. And uh, I think I think they're not allowed to feed them because it's an NCA violation to uh, feed your players nowadays. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. This is a kind of a must-win for Hugh Freeze. I mean, I, I, he's on the hot seat really. And uh, and I think Ole Miss. You know, they've had two. I mean, I'm just really concerned. They've had like two really bad collapses. If you think about it, they're they're up huge in the Florida State game. Turn the ball over three times in the second half, like almost back-to-back possessions, back-to-back-to-back-to-back possessions. And then you saw what happened to him in Alabama. So, or actually, you sounded yeah, like I mean, Chris Berman there with your back-to-back. By the way, that was nice. Okay, that, well, I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, as long as I don't put on Berman's weight, I'll be okay. Um, the uh, the you know the other thing is is that Georgia just you're right. They looked horrible at Mizzou. Uh, I think they barely squeaked by in this game. I remember looking at that, going, Missouri's going to beat Georgia. Like I was thinking as a Florida fan, hey, that's great, you know, for the East. But um, I agree with you. I, Ole Miss should should roll on this one uh, pretty easily. Yeah, I would think they should too. Yeah, yeah. So let's go to the Big Ten, and there's a big matchup there. We got Wisconsin going to Michigan State. Uh, both of these teams, 
can play some defense. Uh, Michigan State's a five-point favorite. Who you like? I will call this our Leatherheads game of the week because if you like some 1940-style smash-mouth football, I mean, pick up some grass, stick it in the other opponent's face. That's what we're going to get here. Both of these offenses, not very good, not very vertical. I think this comes down to a field goal game. I'm predicting a score of 6-3 to three Wisconsin. Wow, 6-3 to three Wisconsin with the, uh, the field goal at the end of the game to win it. Um, I agree with you on, on picking Wisconsin and getting the five points here. Uh, I do think this is going to be a close game. I do think it's going to be a round of field goal. I think Michigan State might, might wind up uh, winning this one. You know, Wisconsin, they, they beat up LSU, but, but really, does LSU look that good? I mean, now that we know about LSU, that's not really an impressive win. Michigan State, you know, they took out on Notre Dame, uh, did pretty well there. But you know what? I think that this is going to just be smash-mouth football, although I do think the offenses are a little better than what, what you're saying. I don't think they're just going to be running the triple option, and just and I don't think it's going to be a punt fest. I think there's going to be some score. Over, under, 42 punts. 42. I'm going to take the under for the 42 punts for sure. But I'm going to say uh, over, under, uh, number of times that uh, uh, somebody shoves grass in each other's face. Uh, I'll set that at three and a half. Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. So these two teams are going to go after it. Smokey says it's going to be nasty. Bandit says it's going to be more of a, a, a an aerial show. But uh, we both think it's going to be close, and that's two in a row that we agree on. So if, if we agree on every game, remember, you haven't locked one in. If you go th- with your lock, I'm going the other way. I've heard that about you. You do go both ways. Oh, gosh. You just have to keep coming I, after I that. Can't, I can't help myself. I'm immature. You know, you're like the Tennessee fans. You, oh, just, you, don't, just don't, you don't know. You, you, I'm putting you in with them. That, 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 that's, like, that's like using words on the podcast we can't use because – then you get a R rating, man. You know that's just that's not right, man. That, that you should take that back, man. I, I didn't go that far. I just called you gay. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Okay. Well, speaking of the Tennessee fans, that's our next game. We got Tennessee, a uh, huge game for them at home against Florida. Tennessee is a six-point favorite. Uh, basically, the East depends on this game. You know, Georgia might get in the mix, but what do you think? Tennessee gonna gonna roll or Florida gonna gonna keep this close? Somehow Tennessee is three and zero. I mean, it's the ugliest three and zero you'll you'll ever see. I'm not even sure if Tennessee fans can count to four, but Florida's got a guy that used to work at Applebee's at quarterback and couldn't hack it at Purdue. Then again, you got Butch Jones coaching Tennessee, and he always finds some kind of way to muck it up. But I still can't find myself to take the team with the Purdue former quarterback. I got to take Tennessee, unfortunately, to cover this spread. All right, um, I agree with you, but I got to ask you: worst coach, uh, Isaiah Thomas, or uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm forgetting his name at Tennessee already? Butch Jones. Butch Jones. Yeah, I got to go Isaiah Thomas. That guy. <laughs> that guy almost caused the Knicks to fold. Yeah, yeah, he he was pretty bad. He was pretty good. Butch Jones has still got his job for now. If he loses this game, is Butch Jones history? I thought he was history last year. I think the only reason he wasn't history is because every other coach in the SEC not named Nick Saban was fired. That's right. That's right. We had a whole care. We had like a a, a huge like musical chairs thing with uh, the SEC moving around coaches and and everything else. 
Um, but I agree with you here. Tennessee, you know, should roll in this game. They just have too many weapons between Dobbs and Jalen Hurd, and they're playing at home, and, and Gators are starting a guy named Appleby. Uh, Austin Appleby at, at that. I mean, he doesn't have what's – your, what's your favorite quarterback name? What's your favorite, like, like cool quarterback name? Oh, that's easy. Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah is a pretty cool. Wait, you're, you're, are you talking about Manziel, or are you talking about oh. like the fictional Johnny oh, Utah? Oh, Johnny Utah from Point Break. Okay, okay. I, I you're going with that. I do like that same actor uh, as Shane Falco. Oh, can't go wrong either way. Yeah, Shane Falco is just a cool, cool. He he's the coolest quarterback. Plus he can I think. Play football uh, underwater. Other than Burt Reynolds in uh, uh, Longest Yard. Uh, the, 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 those guys are are pretty up there. There's a good pantheon. Not, okay, not the Adam Sandler longest yard. No, 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 no. We're not we're not doing that. But yeah, I I agree with you on Tennessee, and uh, they should roll. And even if they have Austin Appleby, hopefully he'll be able to. Uh, you know, he won't be working at Applebee's by by the second half. But uh, Wait, yeah, is, I agree is, with you here. Would Austin Appleby's name be in top quarterback names if his name was Al Appleby? No, Al- no. Appleby, the, the last what name about Appleby Al just Bundy? doesn't help. He was a high school quarterback. He was, he was, and he scored five touchdowns in the in in in, in one game. If That's you true. if you if you do, so I mean, I don't think Austin Appleby's going to score five touchdowns. I don't think he's going to score three touchdowns. So I mean, here I, I like Tennessee. They should roll. And I'll tell you what, you know, dream scenario. We need. I'm dreaming of a world where the Heisman race is Austin Appleby and Luke Del Rio. <laughs> both guys on the Florida. Is one going to transfer? What? No, both at Florida. This is my dream fantasy. Okay, you are playing the NCAA football game too much, uh, or you're having flashbacks where you could like basically throw you know 14 touchdowns in a game, and you could have your backup and your starter be Heisman front runners. Wor- worse, worse, uh, Isaiah Thomas as the Knicks coach, or Tim Tebow, professional baseball player. Oh boy, Tim Tebow, professional baseball player. He is going to be horrible. <laughs> He, he 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 he's like absolutely. They they say he's not going to be able to hit his weight in 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 single A. It's still, I still got to go with Isaiah Thomas, man. <laughs> Gosh, he we. I guess we're not going to have Isaiah on the podcast anytime soon. I think his uh, reps just canceled. He was supposed to be on the next show. Oh, okay. Well, he is available. I think so. So maybe maybe we could do that. But I'll tell you what, we we got to go on with the games. Got to talk about some football. We got the Big Twelve. Uh, we got West Virginia in a neutral site against I don't even know what conference BYU's in anymore, but BYU against West Virginia. West Virginia is a seven point favorite. Who do you like? I can't help myself. I got to give you something before I go into my breakdown. What's worse, Isaiah Thomas is a Knicks coach or that Matt LeBlanc baseball movie with a monkey? Oh wow! Um, <laughs> uh, the, the Matt LeBlanc. No, with the, with the, the answer is always Isaiah Thomas. Damn it! I gotta remember that. It's always Isaiah Thomas. Uh, w- w- worse than Isaiah Thomas, Ishtar or Isaiah Thomas? Uh, it's, it's easily Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. 
Okay. okay. At least I get okay. to look at Dustin Hoffman's smile, and that's just delightful. <laughs> <laughs> and you call me gay. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with it. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Okay, back to the football. West Virginia's seven-point favorite against BYU neutral site. Who you like? I am calling this our Star Wars game of the week with one more worse, Isaiah Thomas or Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is always Isaiah Thomas. You, you got gotta, it. you gotta learn it eventually. But yes, no, the it. reason I'm calling this our Star Wars game of the week because the Big Twelve has got to be saying, "Help us, West Virginia. You're our only hope. Help us, West Virginia." I mean, they're their only shot at going to like a semi decent uh, bowl game this year, and BYU has just not been good. Like. Like, even Mormons are saying, you're an embarrassment to us. I mean, you know, and uh, they're not really known for football outside of Chris Cooley. But uh, I got to take West Virginia to win this kind of easily. Yeah, you know, this is the mark of the apocalypse. That's four games in a row that that we agree on, and you haven't locked one in. So we are going to disagree somewhere, but I'm going to tell you – West Virginia should win this easily. I've been on the Taysom Hill uh, bandwagon. I am off that bandwagon. Uh, absolutely now. Uh, they're more. They're relying on the run. They're not throwing the ball that much. I thought they had a you know a good passing offense. They're not looking that good. They backdoor kind of like pushed for me uh, uh, last week against uh, UCLA. And yeah, West Virginia should win this game by two touchdowns, and they should roll. So I agree with you. Yeah, now that's that's scary that we're agreeing this much. I know. I don't. I, I mean, okay. Let's let's see what we got now. We got Stanford in the pack because we got to cover a West Coast game. We got to cover the Pac-12. We got Stanford at UCLA. Stanford's a three and a half point favorite. Who do you like? Now, Doctor Rosenpenis is no Fletch. Because no, no, Doctor Rosenpenis isn't 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 anything right yeah. now. I mean. No. It didn't look very good at BYU, which was the Fletch Bowl in Provo, Utah. You know, it was very disappointing. And and I, I hear this game, and I, I think of that great 90s song, Let Me Ride That Donkey, Donkey, Let Me Ride That Donkey, Donkey. What do you think about that song? You know, I, I think you should never sing, I think is the answer what, to that one. Isaiah Thomas or Mike singing on the podcast? I Isaiah Thomas, unfortunately, but it's close. It's, close. it's really, really close. I would have um, accepted a push as an answer there. <laughs> I would have accepted a push. That's but good. going back to the Stanford game, I'm going to ride that donkey, McCaffrey, man. You ought to just be putting the ball in his stomach every play when you're on offense, Stanford tree, and I am going to lock it up on Stanford. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Oh, you're locking up Stanford. Well, you know what that means. Uh, I, I did – this is the sign of the apocalypse. I had Stanford going into uh, the podcast. We do for the, the – just so that the uh, listeners know, we, we, we make our picks before we get on the podcast, and we stick to them. But I said I was got to go the other way. So I'm going to go with UCLA. I'm going to hope that Dr. Rosenpenis can, uh, can, can find his stethoscope and uh, can, can figure out what the hell he's doing. And uh, I'm, I'm not feeling great about I'm it. But to put the kibosh on my bad luck locks, and I'm going to actually call this my because I'm going to ride that donkey. I'm going to call this my Donkey Kong lock of the week. Donkey Kong lock of the week. That's a size right. lock. <laughs> that is that is a, a new one for the podcast. I got to tell you, with the Donkey Kong lock here, donkey. and uh, we we got we got the we got the big finish here. We got an SEC matchup. I, I kind of I think this is going to be the most interesting game. 
I, I think agree. this is going to be. I think this is going to be a really entertaining game, and uh, I think it's playing. I think it's at ta- uh, Cowboy Stadium, whatever the hell they call it, the Texas Stadium. They got Arkansas against Texas A and M. A and M is a five and a half point favorite. Who you like? Yeah, I, I just see Arkansas just not getting off the field. I mean, A and M's defense is better than it used to be. You know, it's not that's the- right. That's right. I agree with you. But Arkansas, and I, I didn't think last week they'd just be able to grind the clock the way they did. They, they're a time of possession hog. i got to go with Arkansas in this game. All right, we disagree on a, on a game. Uh, so maybe I will get all these right because I, I don't like being having all the same picks as you. Uh, I did switch on UCLA, but I like Texas A&M in this one, man. I, I like – I like A&M. I like what they're doing. I think Arkansas has – I mean, they, they looked pretty vulnerable when they almost lost to uh, wherever it was, directional Louisiana or, or whoever they played, and, and they needed like a last-second fourth-quarter touchdown to win. A&M, I'm taking them, and guess what? I'm making them my lock of the week. Oh, so lo- You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock in Texas A&M. Uh, so this is going to be a, a really good week of college football. You know, we only covered six games. There's some really, there's some other good matchups out there. But uh, w- w- what do you think? What what can we expect this th- this week? Uh, I have another question for you: Isaiah Thomas's coaching career or Johnny Manziel's pro football career? What's worse? Oh gosh. Um, I'm going to go with – Isaiah Thomas is always, always the answer. answer. That's always, always the answer. Always That's the right. Answer. That is always the answer. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, that does it for, for, for week week four. Are we on? Are we already on week four? Have we already gotten there? Uh, yeah. I guess they technically started Thursday night, you know, with uh, Clemson finally beating Georgia Tech. Was that – yeah, that was Thursday night. That's right. That's right. So if you're listening to the podcast, listen to us uh, on on Saturday morning or or late here on Friday night. And uh, Smokey, I'll give you the last word. Yeah, we're getting to you a little late this week, but we know you love us, so we know you'll be listening. And for this week, we are out. We sitting here. I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. We sitting here. I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Disgraceful performance. Disgraceful performance.